pupils right now you're listening to the artistic eye podcast i'm your host dorian with three eyes aka d-o-r-i-i-i-o-n you can find me on all social media platforms at exactly that first and foremost i'm going to take the time to tell you that i'm extremely grateful and thankful that you even took the time to listen to this podcast whether it's two seconds 20 seconds or this entire fucking episode i want to let you know that i appreciate you for even lending me your ear so thank you And first and foremost, before I start, just to give credit where it's due, the picture used for the thumbnail of this episode is, of course, in an artwork by Banksy. That's right. The one and only Banksy. For those of you who don't know who that is, Banksy, B-A-N-K-S-Y, one of the most famous graffiti artists known in the world. But yeah, let's get right into it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Alright, so this is following episode 239 where I basically tell you all about my opinions about that Facebook whistleblower. And for more clarity, the Facebook Facebook whistleblower, I believe Francis Hogan or something like that, right? The lady who used to work at Facebook, but she came out recently to throw Facebook and Instagram under the bus. Now, let me say this right now. I'm going to keep saying Facebook or Instagram, but those two are interchangeable, okay, they're both owned by the same company, in case you didn't know that, alright, but yeah, so, Francis Hogan, Facebook whistleblower, came out recently to tell everyone about how they aren't doing their duty in terms of protecting people, protecting its users from, quote-unquote, cyberbullying, and other potentially harmful things that can be put into society, like playing on our insecurities and things like that, which I'll get into that. But 239, I basically tell you my whole perspective on that. And listen, I don't understand why we keep on fucking pointing our fingers at inanimate objects. These things aren't alive. Social media is not alive. You understand? Facebook and Instagram are at your will. So, whatever's happening on these platforms are your fault. Duh. Now, I'm not saying that if little Timmy gets cyberbullied, that just because we're at, we as a collective unit are using these platforms, that you're the reason for it and it's your fault. Like, you don't even know who little Timmy is. You know what I'm saying? Like, but what I'm saying, though, is that your interactions, your interactions, you, you as an individual, your personal interactions on these social media platforms are all up to you. Duh. Like, I don't understand that why anything else would be the case. If someone is harassing you on these social media platforms, you have every power to either one, block that person if it gets to that extreme, if you don't know how to just fucking do number two, just ignore them. Like, what the fuck? Like, 
It's gotten so bad that people don't even know how to ignore people anymore. They've made, they made it so that you have to get a fucking button to ignore people just because you're fucking incapable of doing so yourself. You had to get a fucking do not disturb button and a block button because you wasn't able to ignore these persons with your own fucking power and will. But whatever. Anyways, those options are there. You can block people. You can just ignore people. You can blacklist people. Same thing. Whatever. Even some some places like Instagram, you don't even have to block people. You can re- restrict people or mute people. Like there's so many different facets that can curve you going through these situations of being bullied and harassed. And then I understand like, okay, it's not that simple. Like, sure, you can block someone on the internet, but what if you're dealing with someone that you have to see on a constant basis in real life? Okay, that's a different situation. That's when we go back to the original point that I was making in episode 239. This goes back to it. This goes back to a household problem. If there's people getting bullied, there's children getting bullied at school. Don't you think that's a matter that the parents and the adults around the situation should be dealing with that? Not fucking Mark Zuckerberg, aka the CEO of Instagram and Facebook. Like, what the fuck? I don't understand how people are so willing to give away their power and authority. I'm not I'm not like that. I know that I have every power and control over myself, my own circumstances. And, and I know that, that might seem a little extreme. I can't control everything in my life, but I'm a fucking co-creator of my experience. You understand? I'm not just here experiencing things. No, I'm fucking putting in action, putting in work. To manipulate the energies that's around me so that I can live the way that I live. You get what I'm saying? Like, people don't understand individuality. People don't understand free will. Doing things yourself. Parents are so willing to give away their responsibilities to these platforms. Like, back to the conversation. Let's say there is a person getting bullied and they have to go into a real world environment where they're getting bullied in person and in a digital space, right? What do you do then? Well, one, however you decide to deal with it in a physical way, that's between y'all. I'm not going to tell you how to deal with it. I know how I would deal with it. But however you deal with it physically, that's up to you. But even still digitally, just because you fucking know this person in real life doesn't mean that you can't block this person in the digital world. They're two different worlds. I don't give a fuck if it's your mom, cousin, best friend. If you don't want to deal with this person in this way, a.k.a. on social media, block. It's not that fucking hard. I don't understand that shit. I don't I don't get it. But, yeah. So, that's basically what I was saying. That was my point on that. And, you know, after I posted that, I had to take a sec. I had to take a, take a I had to fucking sit back and listen to myself. And I had to realize that, okay, even though I understand and still to this day agree with everything that I fucking said in that episode, I have to add another perspective on this. Because there are those who just won't get it. Like, I've noticed from my own personal experience that you can give people 
all of the advice in the world. You can give them all the fucking help that they need. But unless they're ready to actually consume that knowledge and wisdom and actually do something with it, then all of that help was for nothing. All of that advice landed on deaf ears. Like, it doesn't fucking matter how down bad someone is. It doesn't matter how much how much you love this person or how much you want to help this person. Unless this person is fully committed to helping themselves, they will never reach that point of being helped, whatever that may be. You get what I'm saying? Whatever it is. Like, so that's one thing. That's, it goes back to the saying, you can lead the horse to the water, but you can't make him drink. You understand what I'm saying? That's with everything. People, too. You can try to help someone as much as, they, as much as you fucking want to, but unless they actually do something to actually change their circumstances, that help isn't going to fucking manifest into reality. But, yeah, I say all that to say... Because I know this, because I know that I can come at someone 60,000 different ways and it still won't seem to fucking penetrate into their fucking skulls. Well, maybe it's time for me to add a different perspective on everything that I said the other day. And look, social, like I, I, I even, first of all, I even started off with the other perspective on 239. I said from the rip that. Having monetarization on these platforms is a good thing. I'm in support of being able to minimize trolls on social media. Like, I'm not against that at all. What I'm against is blaming these platforms for cyberbullying. Cyberbullying is a fucking new concept, you dumb motherfuckers. Cyberbullying isn't a, a, a byproduct of social media. Cyberbullying is a byproduct of humanity. It only became cyberbullying the moment it became cyber. <laughs> AKA, it was fucking bullying. It's always been around. The only thing that's different now is how we're doing it, which is online. AKA, cyber, cyberbullying. But bullying isn't a fucking new concept. So, that was my whole issue. Let's get back to reality. Let's not point the fingers at other people and let's start pointing thumbs. Let's start taking accountability and responsibility and changing our own circumstances for ourselves before we just start blaming objects and things outside of us. But that's that, right? I know you see my point. Like, I know you see my point. But for some reason, if you don't, right? If you don't, I said I'm for the monetarization. And I'll go in deeper about that aspect right now in this episode. I believe there should be some form of monetarization, monitoring things, right? Because look, if we don't have monitors, things will be going wild. You know, like there will be no borders, no rules and regulations to keep things intact. And even that can be debated on whether or not that's good or bad, but that's not this conversation. Just generally speaking, right? Having monitors. Having monitors is a good thing because it allows for things like 
less people to become targeted in real ways. Not just people saying shit that you don't like or or calling you names. I'm talking about real ways of targeting. Like, first of all, I, I went to computer, I did computer science for six years, almost seven. So I know if there are some real ways you can fuck with someone through the computer. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can spy on people and figure out where they live. And then after you find out where they live, you can do so many other crazy things. Even if just the gaming community, there's this thing called doxing, where once you find out where someone lives... No, 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 not doxing. That's just exposing someone's identity. But no, in the gaming community, there's this thing called swatting, where you expose a gamer's real-life address... And you put in a bomb threat to the cops to send a SWAT team to their house. That's a real thing. <laughs> you understand? That's just one little tiny example I just popped out of my head. You understand? So think about how much shit I know. Think about how much shit you can really fucking do on these things, on these platforms, on these, on these web web uh, platforms, right? So that being said. I do believe that monetarization should be in place to help stop certain things like that. To stop real fucking attacks. DNS attacks. Malware. Spam. You know, stuff like that. Like real motherfuckers that's out to get your information and steal your identity and hack your shit. Like, this shit, this is always going to be a thing. Identity theft, like... I know people don't understand because the internet is still fairly new. So a lot of these hackers and shit like that is still fairly new too. But I'm telling you right now, it ain't going no fucking where. So that being said, I am in full support of having monitors. Another reason I'm in full support of having monitors is because if we do it in the right way, it helps stop the spread of misinformation. And I fucking hate that word, first of all. It's only started being used recently after fucking political campaigns started using that word. And now it seems like everyone and their mom is saying, oh, don't say that. That's misinformation. You're spreading it. Shut the fuck up. Misinformation. You don't even know what information means. Information. Information. That means whenever you get some information, you've just been informed. You've been put informed, motherfucker. That means you better conform to what the fuck's being said. A.K.A. whatever you believe before, throw that shit out the window and believe what I said. And that's it. That's all. I control how the fuck you think now. That's what information is. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you want to talk about misinformation. I'm good. I'm, I prefer to be misinformed. I don't want to be informed. I don't want to be information. I don't want to be in line with the fuck the way you thinking. But anyway, I'm going on a tangent right now. <laughs> Just looking at this from a creative lens. But yeah, anyways, on a real on a real note. I am in support of monetarization on these platforms because it does help curve the spread of misinformation. But like I said, that's if we do it in the right way. We've we've so far we've started to do this, but we've started we started off wrong. And just because we started off wrong, I'm automatically gonna feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? Like it's real easy to use 
certain tools for bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, and I know I'm all over the place, but just to draw points, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, guns. Fucking guns. Firearms. They were never meant to be guns. You know what guns were? They were for fireworks, people. Guns were for fucking fireworks. They were for family attractions and and sitting back on a nice summer day and just being cool during celebrations. That's what fucking guns originated from. The idea of guns and gunpowder and all that stuff. That's what it was for. And then we realize, boom, that explosion can hurt somebody. Yeah. This is some shit. I'm finna use this as a fucking weapon. And that little concept is what we do with every fucking thing. Everything. Even the harmless shit. Even marketing. Even just advertising shit is a fucking weapon. A.K.A. propaganda. Everything can be weaponized. Everything. Don't never forget that. But yeah. See, that's why I go on tangents. Because sometimes I gotta drop gems. <laughs> but yeah, I say all that to say, uh, damn, to, to be honest, I forgot why I said that. But just in ter- oh, oh, right, weaponization of monetarization. They're trying to monitor shit, but they're doing it in the wrong way. They're weaponizing this shit because, yeah, we can stop the spread of misinformation, but you see how I just went in this whole tangent about being misinformed and how technically it might be a good thing to be misinformed because I'm not conforming to the way you think about shit, right? It's just one example. But look, the thing is, is that what do we consider misinformation? Shit that we don't agree with or shit that has real hard facts and evidence, you know, back in supporting it. Like, what is misinformation? Shit that doesn't support our agenda, or, you know, actual scientific data. And even that is sometimes has a blurred line between that. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, before, before 2020, before the fucking 21st century, well, not before, I say up until like the 50s, around that time or something like that, but for a long time in America, it was being fought on scientific backgrounds that each race was uh, genetically superior or inferior than another. Let me repeat. For the past couple of centuries, it was debated among scientists whether or not just because you are African-American or African or Brazilian or French or whatever that automatically determines how smart you are or how capable you are in society, et cetera, et cetera. We can see now how fucking faulty that line of thinking is. But all of that was from science. Science were arguing that. Scientists. So let's not get too lost into science because sometimes science is just pushed for agendas too. But I say all that because... We haven't, in the history of social media, had to worry about fact checkers. I mean, we on an individual level had to worry about fact checkers all the time. Because someone can just tweet something out and be talking about some bullshit. And we need to go 
figure out if they're saying something that's real or not. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us are just headline reader, headline readers, and we just fucking go with whatever we just first read instead of reading the whole article, and we end up spreading real misinformation. So we always had that problem. But see, we never had to worry about whether or not the platforms were checking for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, MySpace never had fact, check, fact checkers. TikTok never had fact checkers and still doesn't have fact checkers to this day. If I'm not mistaken, but if they do, they, I bet you they only have fact checkers for one motherfucking thing, but we gonna get there. <laughs> if they got fact checkers, I bet you it's for one fucking thing that they fact checking, nothing else, but we gonna get there. Hold on, we ain't there yet. TikTok, nope. Facebook ain't have fact, che- fact checkers. <laughs> say that fast, that's hard to say fast. Fact checkers, fact checkers, fact checkers, fact checkers. Or maybe you can't say it fast, whatever. But yeah, Facebook ain't have fact checkers. Instagram ain't have fact checkers. But, but all of a sudden, as of March 2019 or March 2020, I mean, as of March 2020, now all of a sudden, Facebook and Instagram got fact checkers. But it ain't just any type of fact checkers. No, you can still be lying about AIDS. You can still be lying about herpes, other real deadly shit. No. They got fact checkers about COVID-19. What the fuck? That's the only shit y'all care about? That's the only shit y'all care about? And, and let, let me, let me, hold on, let me stop and not spread misinformation. You know what? You're right. That's not when it started. You know when it started? It started in the fucking Donald Trump campaign. See, everything is fucking political. I'm sorry for screaming, but everything is fucking political. That's why I just did that episode, 238 or 237, whatever episode that was. Everything is fucking political. Because right when Donald Trump was running for presidency or re-election or whatever, that's when these fucking platforms started doing fact-checking and shit like that. But they was only doing it for the presidential debates and the campaigns and shit like that. That's what they was fact-checking. Right? So that lets you know that right there is political. Right, Right there, it has some government agency, some government agenda behind it. Because that's the moment that they actually started to fact check during the campaign. And that was the only things that they were fact checking during that time. Campaign shit. Now, they started to go out from that realm and start to branch off and doing fact checking on other random shit. You know what I'm saying? Like just small things. Like you might just see a video of whatever, right? Someone getting arrested or whatever. And they'll fact check why they got whatever, just small shit. Like you'll see them branch out, but it all started politically. And now to this day, when you look on Instagram and Facebook, I don't know about you, but for me, I don't see no fucking fact checkers anywhere else except for COVID nineteen. What the fuck does that mean? So what that means is that there's absolutely no other misinformation on the internet. There's no other misinformation on these platforms except for COVID-19. That's the only misinformation that's being spread. Now, that should make you think. Because I see motherfuckers lying every day. As a matter of fact, I'm sure if I open up my app right now, the first thing I'll see is a motherfucker lying about something. 
lying about how much money they got or something. Lying about something. And that's just on an individual level. So that's that's just on a personal level. So I'm sure that on a broader perspective, there's thousands of motherfuckers out here lying about shit. Don't sit here and tell me that the only thing worth fact-checking is this goddamn COVID-19. And I know that's probably a key word right now that got them tracking my shit. I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to put no fucking muzzle on me. Pay attention to what's going on. Realize there's agendas for shit going on. Realize the shit is political. So when you look at it like that, hell no, I'm not for monetarization. Because y'all monitoring in the wrong way. Y'all trying to, y'all trying to feed me information to make me believe what y'all want me to believe. Yeah, y'all trying to put me in formation, all right. Fuck that. I'm not, if that's the case, no. I'm not for monetarization. In, in, in terms of cyberbullying and shit like that, what do you mean looking for more monetarization? He's just trying to find more ways to fucking spy on my shit. And then censor me because I said something you don't like. I'm not for any of that. I'm not, I'm not in support of this. But there's a thin line because there is misinformation being spread. And there's a thin line because we do need to stop trolls because negative shit really can fucking happen. So it's like, am I, am I for monetarization or not? Well, I'm looking at this from, a, I'm looking at this with three eyes. I'm looking at this from the middle, the middle ground. And that is, it depends on how we do it. It's not what we do, it's how we do it. We can't go to either extreme. We can't be so fucking loose with this shit that we got trolls running rampant. But we can't be so fucking strung out and controlling on this shit that we're controlling the information instead of it being authentic. You know what I'm saying? These, these platforms are for expression, not for censorship and, and propaganda. That's where it's going to. But. Yeah, man. Like, I don't know. I got more. I got way more thoughts on this. So I'll talk about this even later. But just to leave off, like. Listen, man. One thing I did think about is that these platforms do fucking play a trick on your mind. There's these things in your brain called the dopamine receptors. Dopamine is a hormone that is released and produced by the body, uh, produced by the body and released in your um, body. And dopamine is basically one of the key chemicals that helps you feel the feeling of happy. In fact, dopamine is one of the main reward chemicals, if not the reward chemical. So whenever you do something and you feel rewarded for it, whenever you do something, you feel good after doing it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's dopamine being flushed into your body thanks to your brain. You know what I'm saying? And where it's produced. So dopamine receptors in your brain is what helps you feel that. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you create the molecules, you actually have to feel the molecules, which is where the receptors come into play. So back into Instagram, your dopamine receptors are ignited, a.k.a. they're turned on 
every single time you go in there and you see people liked your picture, when you see people have shared your post. So Instagram does play a role in your relationship with the reward feedback, your feedback mechanism. You know what I'm saying? Dopamine in general, all of that shit, happiness, all of that. All that plays a role when it comes to Instagram and Facebook and your social media usage in general. So if you start posting certain pictures or if you start saying certain things that get you more likes, more awareness, you're going to start feeling more dopamine kicks in your brain. You know what I'm saying? More dopamine, more of that feel good feeling, more of that rewarded feeling. And we all know that feeling rewarded is so damn good, it can be addicting. That's why we have people who try so fucking hard at everything that they do just to get that feeling. Reward, rewarding, not even just rewarding, happiness. Just from a common sense level, happiness is addicting. And who doesn't like to feel liked? Who doesn't like to feel admired? Which is what these social media platforms help you feel. Which is where we started getting the conversation of, okay, well, yeah, if we start posting certain pictures that maybe you don't really like, but everyone else likes, that's going to help. That's going to make you feel a certain type of way. Because here you are going against your own self, your own individuality, just for the sake of pleasing others, just for the sake of being seen in a certain light. And that leads to a whole a whole realm of problems of being a pleaser possibly end up being depressed because you never actually end up finding out who you are you just find out what everyone else wants you to be and when you find out what everyone else wants you to be and you're not that and you can't be that that puts you into a depressive state or it could you know what i'm saying and that's that's we start understanding okay maybe instagram does play a role in this right because they see people liking shit and other people feel like they got to do this to get those likes and whatever. Like, okay, maybe there's a conversation to be had. But let's not forget that recently, because Instagram is social, because Facebook and Instagram are aware of this problem, this problem of you being addicted to likes and status, because they're aware of that, to fucking save yourself, to save you. They decide to give you the option to hide likes. So just because you fucking couldn't handle it your damn self, they gave you the ability to hide likes just so that you can eventually stop the self-deprecation. So they're they're doing things, they're trying, but it's still, at the end of the day, still comes back to you that is your fault for looking at likes that like that way like even if we all like to be liked that's your fault for thinking that you have to do this to be liked that's your fault for feeling like you have to fit into the crowd that's your fault that's your fault that's your fault for wrapping your insecurities into other people's uh uh appraisal you know what I'm saying? That's that's your fault for for wrapping up your sense of self, wrapping up your self-worth in other people's perspectives. That's your fault. 
And maybe it's not completely yours. Maybe it's your mother's, your, your father's. Maybe it's your parents, your grandparents. Maybe it's your foster parents. Maybe it's your environment. Either way, this is about people, though, not the not the platforms itself. This comes back down to people. And the only person who has the most power over you is you. So value your perspective. In real life and on these fucking platforms. The only way you can be fucking bullied is by valuing their perspective in the first fucking place. Value your perspective and you'll have nothing to worry about. And stop promoting more reasons to add censorship and monetization for fucking bullshit reasons. Don't we see that gets us nowhere? It's not about censoring each other. It's about understanding ourselves. Understanding how we relate to each other. Understanding how we relate to ourselves. Understanding what the fuck this person is saying ain't got shit to do with what I'm doing. Just because you don't like me ain't got shit to do with what I'm doing. You don't like the fact that I curse. I don't give a fuck. Look at things like that. How about that for some perspective? 